This is Dwayne. Excuse my voice. It is very, very low this morning, but I am here. I am grateful, grateful to wake up to a new day. It is an overcast day, but here I am. Here you are. Here we are together. I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. I also want to thank my sponsors. Thank you so very much. Today is another chance, another gift, another opportunity to experience some of what our Creator has uh, given us a chance to experience here on our journey one time. I hope that this finds you well blessed and in your right mind in your right mind. I've done a few podcasts about mind, about thought, about the power of a thought, the power of one thought and what one thought could do for you in your life. The power of a thought. I've been actually (laughs) thinking about so many things. I refuse to leave this earth and not make a change in my own life. There's no way I can be the same man at 46 that I was at 36. I can't be the same man I was at 26. Change and time, those are two things that will continue to happen for as long as I am on this earth and I know that. We all have 24 hours in a day, the rich man and the poor man. But what we choose to do with those 24 hours are what make us, define us and all those other words that you can think of there so this is great day, great time and I want to tell you again about some of the poetry that I've been reading for the month of February, Black History Month. Poetry is really, really great way to express yourself. Excuse the sound. And the poetry I want to share with you this morning is, again, from my mother-in-law. And her name is Dee Freeman. Shout out again to her. So this poem this morning is called Evolution of Yesterday. Evolution of Yesterday. Now, when I read these poems, I always read them cold because try not to put anything on them. Just try to read them and be in the moment. <laughs> so this is called Evolution of Yesterday. And again, this is from, uh, from my mother-in-law, poetry she wrote, On the Move. Again, you should go and purchase some of these books on Amazon. Yesterday 
I saw hard and troubled times in the backwoods of the South on a lonely, desolate country road that wound in and out of patches of beams, corn, and cotton rows as long as the aches and pains in my remembrance. Yesterday I watched heat waves dance over the rows of freshly planted seeds in the open, dusty, unshaded cotton fields on our sharecropping semi-plantation. Yesterday I experienced humiliation and shame in the hallways of my six-room simulated red brick schoolhouse wearing hand-me-down on remade clothes and folded paper in my shoe bottom so my feet would not touch the ground. Yesterday I watched my mother sob for want of something better for her sons, her family, her allergy-stricken baby girl wearing socks on scaled hands to prevent digging, pulsed and bleeding skin, losing from too much cow's milk, type allergy yet unknown to her. Yesterday I heard echoes of her prayers bouncing from the walls of a three-room partially boarded window shack lulling near a tall, crooked tree that looked as if it had rope marks searing into the big branch, maybe hanging my great-great-great-great ancestors. I shudder to think of what that strange and different fruit Yesterday I heard the murmurs of our family, our people, muffled voices, wanting to spark with the only voice they found and died for, the vote, but still denied by the poll taxes, the reading and blatant questions posed on the Constitution. Do you know what that legal ramification means in legalese again and again? I shudder, especially because we don't even use that voice. The vote. Yes, I am the ripened fruit of that evolution. As I inherited the spilled heroic blood of those ancestors of yesterday. The spoken raw truths of my many freedom fighters of yesterday. The lingering and equitable hope of the abolitionists of yesterday, the fortitude of the beaten and the bruised souls yesterday, the bold expectations of the trailblazers of yesterday, the unquenched desire of truth seekers of yesterday, the torn broken hearts of the spirited soldiers and sojourners of yesterday, the unyielding will of my birth mother and her determination on one of those yesterdays. Alas, yesterday is gone. And today I revamp, readjust, realign, rethink, transform, adapt, acclaim, acclimate, accept, and evolve. I greedily and unquenchingly observe and affirm the mystical and authentic enlightenment of the folk like the Mandelas, the Kings, the Garveys, the 
Gandhis, the Malcolms, the Jacksons, the Obamas, the Tubmans, and the Truths. Today I evolve, I get involved, and move forward like all those who strive for more. I overcome and soar up and beyond the horror of yesterday, above even today's tea party oppression, shaking it off, shaking it off like the dust from the bottom of my shoe, or bruising it, or brushing it off of my shoulders like the bigotry I know it is, though some think not, shaking it off like the dust from the bottom of my shoe, or brushing it off my shoulder like the bigotry I know it is, though some say think not. I share my vision and mission. As I extend my comprehension, my enthusiasm, my illumination, and my hope for today without barriers, without walls of hatred, without bars of restriction, without weighted moral obstacles, without poll taxes, without suppression measures, and definitely without new Jim Crowism. Today I evolve to see anew. Today I advance to Inherit life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Today I expand to enlarge my body, mind, and soul. Today I blossom to live my purpose, live better for overcoming through the Maya. And I progress to experience the future of a brighter new tomorrow, a promising new beginning that you and I could have only dreamed yesterday. Today, Today I say, yes I can, to never look behind. Today I let yesterday have only insignificant remnants of my mind. Today I speak out to keep hope alive and well. Today I fight for my rights. I fight back strong, strong as hell. Today I battle the system of secure and prosperous and uplifting life. Today I prepare to vote using my inalienable right, yes, my right. Today I search for, knock on, and walk through the opportunity door. Today I reveal the optimism and stretch as high as my mind will soar. Today I reach for my destiny and lift my wings high and fly. That is pretty powerful. I know I had some flubs in there, but again, I read them cold. And uh, I'm getting a little older, and I know I need some assistance with glasses. <laughs> Sometimes that's a part of life, but. Those are some pretty beautiful and powerful words by, again, my mother-in-law, Dee Freeman. I think you all should go out and support this amazing writer, Evolution of Yesterday. So many great things said in there about yesterday. And where would we be if we didn't have a yesterday? Today is really all we have. In this present moment, we hope for the future, but yesterday, a whole lot of things happened that we could remember, reflect on, look back on, which is why this month is so very important. 
She says, yesterday I experienced humiliation and shame in the hallways of my six-room simulated red brick schoolhouse, wearing hand-me-downs on remade clothes and folded paper in my shoe bottom so my feet would not touch the ground. Those little things that people forget about. You know, our people came through so many situations. A resilient people, a strong people, people who were ripped up their language, religion, family, culture, and still made it through. Still made it through so that I could be here in this year 2020 and have two amazing children myself. I'm grateful to all of my ancestors for all the fight that they put up with. Yesterday, I heard the murmurs of our people, muffled voices, wanting to speak with the only voice they fought and died for the vote, but still denied by the poll tax, the reading and blatant questions posed on the Constitution. Do you know what the legal ramification means in legalese? It's amazing. Her word choice is so very powerful. So many people did bleed, fight, and die for us to have the right to vote because the voice is suppressed in so many ways. But I'm here to say that you matter, that you matter, that your voice matters, that your vote matters, that a lot of people fought for us to have the rights that we have and we should continue to honor them. She says, alas, yesterday is gone and today I revamp, readjust, realign, rethink, transform, adapt, acclimate, and accept and evolve. I greedily and unquenchingly observe and affirm the mystical and authentic enlightenment of folk like the Mandelas, the Kings, the Garveys, the Gandhis, the Malcolms, the Jacksons, the Obamas, the Tubmans, the Truths. Today I evolve. I get involved and move forward like all those who strive for more. I overcome and soar up beyond the horror of yesterday, above even today's tea party oppression, shaking it off like the dust from the bottom of my shoe or brushing it off my shoulder like the bigotry I know it is, though some think not. So we've got to move through the yesterday and get to today and evolve and rethink about all this stuff and we got to keep transforming and we got to keep realigning and readjusting and we have to affirm it. And she says we need to affirm it greedily unquenchingly and we got to think and have the mindset of a Nelson Mandela who was locked up for more than 20 years for what he believed in they said all you got to do is say this and he said I refuse to and he stood his ground and stayed in prison in a physical prison but they could not imprison his mind she talks about the strength of the Tubman let us stay there for a second. I want to give a big shout out and eventually I'm going to bring you an interview and I keep talking about the interviews and they're going to happen. I've just been a little bit all over the place with family issues and things. The importance of legacy, the importance of family, the importance of moving forward, the importance of readjusting and realigning and finding who you truly are is really a fight 
that our people have had to fight and go through and come through. This month, I believe Regal Cinemas is allowing the movie Tubman, uh, Harriet rather, Harriet Tubman, I was thinking of Harriet Tubman, but the movie itself is called Harriet. They're showing it for free at the Regal Cinemas. uh, Cinemas. If you have not seen it, go to your local Regal Cinema and get a taste of some history of what a strong-minded soul did for our people. Cynthia Arrivo, shout out to you. If you hear this, you are a gift to this world. I remember the runs that Cynthia and I used to do on the Hudson. You know when you meet people and their soul just shines through and you know they're going to be something. You know they are something. And it's just the time that people finally recognize all the gifts that they have. The Color Purple Revival was that for Cynthia Arrivo and more. I had the great chance to share the stage with her. And I sat back and watched as she performed a master class on a daily basis. Mindset. Something I'll never forget, and I thank you for that gift. I got to see Harriet, and I got to see a friend on the big screen. And a person who looked like me. A person I learned with, a person I sang with, a person I sat down and had great conversations with, a person I worked out with on the big screen, serving her gifts to the world. So go and check out Harriet and what Harriet Tubman did for our people was something that should never be forgotten. Now, she could have easily just been like, hey, I'm getting myself up out of here and I'm gone. I ain't never going back. I got myself out. You got to get yourself out. And at the time, many, many slaves were escaping and they were going into Philadelphia up north. They were leaving the south and going up north, sacrificing everything, not knowing what was ahead of them, if death was ahead of them, if they would drown, if they would starve, if... But they built this underground railroad. And some people who are ignorant say they had a railroad that was underground. (laughs) No, they didn't. They had people aligned along the way to help out those who wanted to escape to freedom. Because believe it or not, a lot of my ancestors were owned. They were owned. Just think about that for a moment. Somebody says, I own you. I paid for you. You're not going anywhere. It's pretty deep. When Harriet and so many others fled the South and made their way to freedom, miles and miles and miles and miles of going through treacherous forest and marsh and waters and getting your way to freedom, fighting your way to freedom, running your way to freedom. And I wonder, I wonder if if we took just her story 
I'm talking about specifically African Americans or just black people around the world. If we just took her story and applied it to our daily lives, where would we be as a people? T.D. Jakes, whom I love, always says, you got to run after your destiny. You got to run after your destiny. You better not walk. You better not crawl. You better not meander. You better run after your destiny. And so many of us has been brainwashed, told when nothing told you, or three-fifths a human being told you will never be anything, told you or you are nothing but a servant, told you you are just enslaved in your mind. Even though I write this Emancipation Proclamation, I'm going to make sure you're not free in your mind. But just as Harriet ran on her feet to get to freedom, we've got to apply that to our minds today in 2020 to free our minds, to free our souls so that we can get to our truest, truest greatness, our truest destiny. What are we supposed to be here on this earth? What are you supposed to truly be? You're gifted at something. You were born with the gift, even though they told us we were nothing. Harriet realized she had a gift. And her gift was to give freedom. Give a glance of freedom. Say, I'm free, but you know what? I'm going back to get more because you can be just as free as me. What if we all took on the Harriet mindset? I'm not free unless all my people are free. Mandela, I'm not free until all my people are free. Martin Luther King Jr., I'm not free until all my people are free. I can go on and on and on. What are we going to do, good people? We have a responsibility and an obligation to give back to the next generation a mindset of prosperity, a mindset of your mind is the most sacred part on your body you can take time to go to the gym get up 4 or 5 a.m commit to that get in the six-pack abs get in the back of steel getting a 32 inch waist getting those thighs of steel making sure your calf muscles are in excellent condition in your mind not be healed i'm gonna speak healing today over myself over you over your family over our educational system. I speak freedom. I speak peace. I speak knowledge. I speak healing. For each and every one of us whom have experienced some type of pain. Because many of us are walking around with PTSD and don't even know it. Yes, the psychology offices should be overfilled and overflowed with people who are trying to heal their minds. And so many times there is a big void that happens in the heart, which I believe has to do with the higher being, but also what we do to mask the pains that we have. We turn to drug and alcohol and sex, many different partners trying to fill the void of healing because there's a mass healing that needs to take place and it's not about playing anymore 
You know, when you're a kid and you hear a word and you go, I don't really understand what that means. And then you become a man and you go, I know exactly what they meant. When I was a child, I speak as a child. But when I became a man, I put childish things away. I speak healing over you. If you are listening to this podcast in your car, if you're listening to it when you first get up in the morning, if you're listening to this podcast before you're about to lie your head down for your rest, for your rejuvenation, I speak healing over you. I speak peace to you. Excuse me. I speak understanding, clarity. I speak that you might find that thing that you've been destined to do here on this planet, that you no longer think you have to go to your job. You go to your job during the day, but you find your work and you work on your work when you're off of your job so that maybe one day you don't have to go to the job anymore. You'll be living in your work because you exercise your mind, which is given from the creator, that beautiful mind that you've been given, that I've been given, that we can switch, turn that light switch on. And move toward being our greatest selves, taking control of our mind, knowing that a healing needs to take place. I'm committing 2020 to healing my mind. I can go 90 day programs of getting in front of the TV and doing tap out XT and doing insanity workouts and doing push ups and get my body right. Right. Lose 20 pounds, gain 20 pounds back. <laughs> I've done it several times. But have I really taken the time to hold myself accountable for the most important place on my body, which is my mind? I'm committing this 2020 to becoming better in my mind so that I can free up some of this hurt and pain that I've been carrying around for more than 30 plus years. You know, I'm going to leave this with you. Because I don't want to get too emotional. It all started when I was 11. And for many others, it started way before then. When you're dealing with mental abuse, physical abuse. It's... Excuse me again. It's something that is real. Our people have always been told, talk to God about your trouble. There's no man that can fix you. Only the Lord can. Don't you dare go spend your money and go talk to anybody about your pain. You talk to God. You get on your knees and you pray and that's how you work it out. Well, guess what? I have done that for many a year. And I'm not saying that that doesn't work because it does. As my parents and grandparents used to say, prayer changes things, right? The preachers would get up in the pulpit and say that prayer, prayer changes things, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prayer changes things, right? They would. 
they would go in. But very rarely did I hear from the pulpit and you are valuable that you mean something that not death, hell, and damnation, but what are you doing to take care of your mind? And what are we going to do to have a mass healing? And some of us use and have used the power of miracle as a divine word, right? Seeking miracles, going to services to hear the man of God, the woman of God, prophesy, preach, heal in those moments. And think that that was it. Now think that we had to apply certain things in our lives for certain things to get better in our minds. We have so many abilities. He gave us this beautiful, beautiful brain. And so many other things on this earth have brains, but human beings, we have unlimited potential. I don't want to get off. I don't want to go off on a tangent. But if you can, this month, take care of your mental. You are a bright, beautiful light in this world. You are grace. You are love. You are forgiveness walking. You are a great and powerful entity that but the power of one thought could change your life and change your family dynamic. You could be the person to begin a mass healing in your family circle. You could be the person that brings the family together to talk about situations so that there is a healing that could possibly take place for the next generation. And within that healing, within that claiming the healing, maybe other things become clear. Because when your mind is clouded, when your stomach has all those knots and pains and in your back and you're carrying all this stuff, because you don't know how to get rid of the pain and you thought the drug would do it, you thought the alcohol would do it, you thought being with 20 sexual partners would do it, and you're still empty, you still haven't lived up to your potential, you still have pain. I want to take the opportunity to speak over your life. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thou prepare for the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. My cup runneth over. There's so many words I can say to you. Trouble will come. You have to be prepared to sit at the table and talk things out. You have to be able to know that the Creator will guide you through all of your darkest, darkest moments and that you're not defined by your darkest moment. That you are greater than any mistake that you've ever made. You are beautifully made. You are a beautiful light. You are greatness personified. You are a walking healing station. I pray peace over you. I speak healing over you and your mind and your soul. 
You are the greatest gift to this world. From the youngest baby to the oldest person living, each and every one of you are incredibly made. What a privilege I've had to meet so many wonderful souls along the way. And I want to say, if you ever caught me at a bad moment, if you ever caught me stepping outside of myself, I do sincerely apologize to you. What a waste. What a waste of time. I really do apologize to you. If I hurt you in this life, I pray one day you may be able to look beyond the fault. Intentionality, purpose, greatness, it's all over you. Live these days intentional. Make up your mind that the rest of your days you're going to live with intention, with great intention, with great clarity. You are worth it. Write out a schedule for yourself. I'm going to do this at this time. I'm going to do this at this time. I'm going to do this at this time. I believe they are 168 hours in the week. Divide those hours up so that you could use them for the rest of your days wisely to make a change, to honor the greatness that is within you, to become the entrepreneur that you need to become. It only takes one thought. You were born with the gift that the world is waiting to receive from you. You were born with the gift to serve the world. So open up your mind as Harriet did. Open up your mind as Martin and Malcolm did. Open up your mind as Gandhi did. Open up your mind as Sojourner Truth. Open up your mind as Marcus Garvey. Open up your mind as so many brilliant black souls have done before us. Black History Month. So very proud. I hope that some of these words encouraged you today. Many days I have no idea how I'm going to be used and I hope and I pray that each and every word that come out of my mouth that comes from the creator through me helps you to be your absolute best self. You're going to have moments when you struggle, but that's okay. It's a part of this thing called life. But you keep pressing on, you keep fighting on, you keep believing. And when you feel that other thing come up sometime, you got to suppress it. You got to press it down and say, I am greater. I am greater. I am greater. This thing will not define me. You will slip, you will fall, you will make mistakes, and that's okay. As long as you get back up, as long as you try to do better. If you want people to forgive you, you have to forgive them, myself included. We are great, we are beautiful, we are special people. If any of these words encourage your soul today, I pray that you might choose to subscribe to this podcast. If not, please just pass it on to someone else. It could uplift a co-worker, it could be clarity for someone who had no idea the gifts that you had and maybe this could better explain it to them. 
You matter. All of you matter under the sound of my voice, but I want to speak to my people. You are great. I will talk to you a little later.